Welcome to In The Flow with your hosts, Amy and Layla. Where we dive into all things intuition, spirituality, and the behind the scenes of two intuitive channels. Yeah, do you want to talk about star seeds? Do you, is that like your, you know, yeah, your thing? And is it, you have a whole book on it, but like, what do you... What do you think about star? Like, what is your thing with star seeds, Amy? Like, oh, to me, they're just like spirit guides and other from other parallel realities, you know, and the whole alien ET government, like in the physical, gonna come and cause problems. I'm like, that shit just feels so far off because if that's real, which it could be, it's already happened, mm-hmm. you know, come on. I don't get into that whole like that conspiracy side or the more mainstream narrative of like, you're going to get abducted. I do know that there are beings that in the past would like come and do experiments on people like tests Mm -hmm. and all that. Um, but that's like a whole other story. Like they figured it out. They didn't mean to scare people. I think they thought they were unconscious and then they like wake up during it. Yeah. Um, but anyhow that's weirdly so, I've had experiences like that when I was younger mm-hmm. that I thought were dreams and the dream would always stop and I always thought it was a police car but then like all of a sudden I unlocked it and it was like purple it was like all these other colors and this mist and like it was weird yeah. it was like these little three gray things that were like they were short though they weren't tall like what people like talk about they were like I've seen the short ones yeah oh interesting yeah yeah and I mean they yeah it was a thing, but it's real, but I'm like, so they've been here the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> so like, come on, yeah. but that's not who, like I taught, like, I don't, when I work with my guides and my counsels, like I don't, they're not in a physical body incarnated in something, you know, no. it's higher than that. So well, no, I was always wondering, like you, you talk about star seeds, but like, you don't want to teach about star seed kind of stuff. Well, I do have the class at Spirit School that is for star seeds that provides transmissions, messages, and encouragement, but we don't focus on individual star races. I don't want people to give their power away. The guides have talked about how we could say, oh, we're human. We could also have been multiple star races. So putting a label on ourselves if it's not genuinely coming through for um, a particular person in a session that could give them context and information as to why they resonate with that frequency or about their past history, I feel can be damaging. Yes. Sometimes it's nice to know because you can feel the energy of it. But if you're going to go down through a checklist and say Andromedans all are like this yes. and Palladians all have blue eyes and blonde hair, I'm like, yeah, fuck. like, no, I've it's always like, been curious on your thoughts. So I haven't ever, yeah, I don't, I never went down that, but that's how I feel. I'm like, why do you care? Yeah. Like, know? is it going to help it's you? Cool. It's like, yeah, no. It's like when people like I was this in a past life, it's like, okay. I know. And I always want to follow up with, okay. And so how is that affecting you in this now moment? Yeah. Like, so what does that get mean? lost in this? I'm it's a need to feel worthy. And this could be a whole podcast, anyways. It's a need oh, to feel well, maybe we yeah, <laughs> it's a need to feel worthy and good enough, and it's a whole thing. And 
when people talk about it, I'm like, who cares? Like, and honestly, I think a lot of things are imprints is what my guides have told me. And I haven't gone into it because it makes me a little like uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. They said most of the stuff that you're receiving are imprints of lives that are necessary for you to feel into. But did I experience it in the way that we think we experienced it? Not really. Not always. Mm -mm. Yeah. And they were like a lot of the and I was like, are these imprints? They're like, yes, yeah. so like, it's too much to take. I can't, I'd rather know. I think I like fully lived this life off, off planet or this other life rather than you tell me that they're imprints. Um, but nobody really talks about that. Um, when you say you don't hear about people. No, about it. but it's a thing. Like when you say imprints, is this what I, is this what you're talking about? Like I've seen spirits go in like simulations. Is that it? Like a simulate, yeah. like a training, they, like you were trained. Yeah. They made it seem like we put it into your consciousness as something to work through and something that you would say, Oh, I'm having, I'm seeing these visions. I must've been this, um, or feel connected and drawn to it, but more, it was, it was, in, it was put in because it was yeah. desired for, for the effect that it would create mm -hmm. on the path. And so that's like a whole nother level that I think, uh, it would feel uncomfortable to think, are my memories, even my memories and in the connections that I'm making, well, what are memories? Like you go down so deep into it, but it's like, we want to hold on and grasp onto things. And if you tell me that what I'm experiencing or feeling as connected to me as an imprint and not an actual. To me, it's like, yeah, I feel like this bizarre. imprint thing is like putting on a costume you know, now play that yeah. role. you you have, you just felt all the energy to how to do it. Cause I'm like, how will we describe mm -hmm. to people to discern the difference? The past life stuff mm -hmm. is like, it's been with you. Like for me, it's like, it's been with me my whole life and now I'm working yes. through it and I push through it or like it's other people that just keeps like that pattern and it, and you go layer by layer mm -hmm. and you feel all the emotions and there's more than just you involved. But like the imprint thing would be really kind of hard to be like, I'm going to do an imprint and this person was a part of that. And now you're having issues right now too. Like that to me feels like that would be unethical to like pull somebody else yeah. in and say, you guys had this drama. And then to be like, just mm -hmm. kidding. You really didn't, but we needed you to act a certain way. Like yeah. I would be, oh. it was more like an imprint of another life. Okay. Like different lives that I would see. To like give you the strength and the courage or the wisdom. Is that what it was? Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Like downloading new info. Like where, where are we getting our information? Like we're all in that field. Right. And so does it matter if I truly, a part of my soul was in that body and fully take like in that body as the main consumer, or did I take from that energy imprint that was beneficial and put it into my awareness now as the woman who lived in Babylonia and, you know, had mm -hmm. this ability and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It just, I don't know. I never went fully into it. They explained a lot to me and I didn't write it down because it was like too much. I was like, I'd rather <laughs> think that, that is like truly, you well, know what I mean? Yeah. If you ever want to talk deeper, like I'm down for that because that's my world, I guess, you know, yeah. I have a lot of experience and I've had conversations and it is a fine, it's like, it's like a delicate balance in a sense that I have to feel what is a true past life. What is a message? And if somebody's new to this, they might also think that the metaphors and the visions that we see were like meaning you were past, it like really happened. Yes. 
when they're saying mm-hmm. right now, like, how about don't think, did it happen? Think, could it happen? Like a vision mm-hmm. of you being like a queen and holding all this royal energy where you're protecting and compassionate. Like there, there's energy when I, when they bring through like um, royalty for me, it's not the royalty of the world where it's like dirty and they just want money and control. It's more like oh. you have a, a place where you're holding space for your whole community and you're making yeah. sure everything's running smoothly and people feel protected and safe, you know? So they're saying like, sometimes when they'll show that then, and I know this, but a new person might not when they get visions, like that's not saying you were a queen in a past life. It's yes. saying, this is the energy you're embodying. And we want you to remember how to do that. We're going to show you so mm-hmm. you can feel it. Like when you hold space for groups, this is and like, they just show you anyways, it's like conversation. That's something that's not talked about at all. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think people even go in that deep into it. And so there can be this confusion of why am I seeing and sensing this? And you feel a connection because, well, at that point we're working in energy, Yeah, you know? And I feel like, oh, I feel a connection to this person. They turn and kind of look at like, I, you know, turn and look and you sense the, the pool. But if we're all like, yeah, that seeing that then can go, okay, how can I embody that energy? Yes. That's kind of like the imprint that I felt like they were talking about, like mm-hmm. and being I able it. to psychically connect in. Yes. And when you say embodying, I'm like, exactly. Cause I saw it like putting on a costume, wearing yes. the energy, letting it infuse and embody within you. And then you're like, oh, it's like, it's like absorbing a vitamin. It's like, oh, now I know. I how heard to vitamins. Do this. <laughs> it's a vitamin. Yeah. It's a vitamin. Yeah. I'm yes. like, it's not necessarily training wills because you just absorb it. And then there you have that, you know, no. like the strength yes. to do this. Yeah. Yes. You have the ability to create it by yourself, but sometimes we need that boost. And so then when it's in your body, you can't differentiate between what is the vitamin, what's the actual potassium from a pill or what's the potassium that's running through my blood naturally before. And so it's like, yeah, it's like putting in those little downloads of Mm -hmm. information to help you along whatever timeline you've chosen to take the next step into. And I feel like what happened is I had a little thing like, um, I felt like I had some vitamins dropped in when I made a different choice Mm. and I was like, well, where did all this come from? And some of it wasn't like, no, that's, they were like, no, that's not real past life. That's an imprint that you're having. So interesting. Okay. And that kind of made me go, well, shoot, like how stuck are we on this thing? And why do we care about it? And why did it mess with me for a second? Because I thought it's an ego boost in a little bit. Oh, you know, I was Mm -hmm. this, I was that, I was this thing, you know, Mm -hmm. you gotta be careful not to get caught in it. And that went very quickly. I I think it stopped with that. I was like, oh, I'm no longer like excited. I'm like, what are you here to teach me? But it's like, stop trying to pinpoint what everything is and stop saying that you're a healer, Octarian princess, which you may, you might be embodying, right? Mm -hmm. That might be like one of your main things, but it's like, why are we stuck on that? It, it doesn't oh make gosh. sense to me. So many thoughts are coming through. I have to go back. I have to backtrack when you yeah. said like you got the vitamin and the program. Um, there was something also that came in that sometimes it's a whole operating system. Oh yeah. Like a whole operating system. I'm not system. the same person. Yeah. That's what I heard. Like it was more than a vitamin, a whole operating system. Mm-hmm. We do get the vitamins, but this was like a whole operating system. And then, um, when you were just talking about like, why do I need to know this and all of that? Um, 
You don't. That's the thing. That's the misconception. Like if I had a past life of whatever, I don't need to know the name, the label, where I lived, what I quote need or the benefit is I feel the energy return to me. So I have that innate wisdom activate and I have the stamina and strength and the self-confidence or a boost mm-hmm. in compassionate understanding or whatever, like, you know, we need. And I think that that's one of the things where ego gets involved. It was like, oh, well, I was this and I was that. And I'm like, who cares? So what? what are you going to do with it now? Like that doesn't mean anything right now. Now is like what's important now. So, so we can have these, um, past life feelings and memories and activations and all of that. And it really doesn't matter where and what you were, if you're accessing your skills and your gifts so much, like I'm, I'm saying this, but like, also, I know I've seen visions of myself being a healer and it boosted my confidence and all of that. So in that way yeah. it does help, but I'm actually using it. So I have a way to say, no, it helps. Cause now I have that confidence. But if you were to say, oh, I was the queen or I was this or that, and it doesn't, and like, it doesn't even matter if you're not utilizing the wisdom from that life. Then the other part is it does help if it's a trauma or like karma that you're working through so we can understand it and process it and heal it and not be so hard on ourselves. And again, that's kind of like counterbalancing the ego, <laughs> like, yes, you know, like it's, it's another approach. 100%. And I think what's interesting is just like how we need that outside of ourselves to really look within ourselves. Like we can't, sometimes we need that uh, vision of a past life to be able to actually look within and like have a clear view of who we are. Right. Mm -hmm. But we need it to be, you need to remove it first and then clean it and bring it back in. Because if we just try to go within, sometimes it's way too much. And I was seeing this image of my spirit guides and they were showing themselves. And it's like, it's just like how my spirit guides work. It's how our spirit guides work is that they, they, you, they're outside of you and you perceive them as being this other, you know, energy, this all knowing energy, or, you know, knowing more than you at least. And it, they only present in that way. They show themselves in that way. And it's needed for us because we need to have somebody else who's connected to us, direct us within, but they don't, they don't need to like, you don't really need that, but it's helpful mm-hmm. to guide you back to yourself. And I feel like that's what my spirit guides and what most of our spirit guides are doing. It's like, they're just parts of us a lot of times that are just guiding us back, but we need that outside view before we like, we're not going to be able to do it just by going within ourselves yeah. a lot of times. You know what I mean? It's like difficult. Like, what am I feeling? What am I observing? And so if you take it, and I think that's why movies and music and everything is so impactful because it creates human emotion that we can't, we can't <laughs> yeah. digest and explain. And it puts it into a presentation and then you move through it and then you receive whatever you need from it. And so we're really just creating movies and themes. And I think that's why stories are so, so integral because we see ourselves through other stories and we clear things. And so the things that we, whether you're a princess or it's your spirit guide, or you've had Jesus talking to you, you know, mm-hmm. we're just like finding ways and stories of other people to heal ourselves. Nobody really cares about other people's stories. We really care about like, you know, we don't, the only reason why you care is because it, it, it means something to you in your journey and what you're going through something you're desiring. You're bringing up such a good point here. It's like, that is why it's so beneficial. And for me, important to have somebody to talk things through with a healer, 
a community, a friend that gets it because it helps me process it and self-check like, okay, I'm getting this information. How much of it am I going to? Here's the thing. Like some people latch right onto it and then they start going down this other path because they all of a sudden becomes their new identity, right? Like, so I would say, how, what am I supposed to do with this information? Like what's the best, most healthy, most prosperous, supportive approach to work with it? Because, and then also like exactly what did it mean? So that's one thing that I love about community and friends in this world. Cause you know, some people you try and talk about this and they're like, I don't even believe in past lives. He's like, okay. <laughs> you know, or they're like, what is a spirit guide? You know, like it's just not. So, so that's one thing, but um, there's a lot of different ways that we can look at this. And when you were talking about guides, that's exactly it. They'll show up for us how and who we need them to be in those moments. And so if we need to feel, if we feel our life is out of control, and we're looking for more stability and assistance and like somebody to really just like hold a strong space for us, like a strong foundational space. We might give them a little bit more power, but I look at it like a parent, like, okay, please hold me while I'm like completely having a breakdown, you know, yeah. please be there for me. But I always look at it like it's not for me personally, it's not like I worship my guides. You know, I like, I understand that we're all spirits at some level and I picked them and they worked with me because I feel like we're equals outside of this reality and they just have a different perspective. They can see more than I can see. But when you're mentioning this about spirit guides, I also had the memory that, you know, um, a lot of times, especially as healers and, um, when we're doing our own meditations and getting messages, often it's our higher self coming in and we just don't understand that. And so then it's like, so funny because they're like, oh, wow. Hi, higher self. Like I remember one time when I met my higher self and I was like, you are funny. Like <laughs> the personality is just like accentuated, I guess, or more enhanced. And I was like, oh my gosh, you, it was my higher self all along giving me this information. I thought it was my guides. Not that it mattered, I guess, cause I wasn't giving my power over to them, you know, like, yeah. but, but I was like, oh, that's so funny. It was actually my higher self. And then I was seeing visions of where my past experiences have brought that information through or why she was sharing this with me in a certain way. And it was to prep me for the next stage of evolution, like the next step in my path. Yep. Yeah. So it was beneficial. (laughs) It's very beneficial. And it's, it's wild because there's been times where I've connected in, well, we're always connected to our higher selves, but I consciously chose to really channel the energy. And there'll be a point where I'm like, I think I want to hear my spirit guides because there's a little bit of like a position of, I I can't trust if this is just coming from me, I need them to say it. And so it's so interesting Mm -hmm. to see, like, even within my own journey of like, I love this, but can't, if I have somebody (laughs) dressed in a red dress coming and talking to me, and I know my, my main guides energy, I'll trust that over myself. And that's so wild because I'm really, I don't struggle with that too much anymore, but it is something to show you, like you can have this higher self energy moving through your intuition, your just sense of knowing and awareness and still go, ah, it's me. So I need somebody else, Yeah, which is why a community is helpful, but it's like, my God, like you have, you have this 
intense energy moving through you and you still want to deny it because you see it, it being more um, beneficial if it's coming through from another source. And that, and just like you said, it's like, they have to, they know to hold you for a little bit. And then as we get to the stage, as we're growing and we're like teenagers or, you know, young adult spirit people. And it's like, I all feel my guides kind of pull back. They're like, you know, you know, what's up Layla. Like, we'll talk with you. We'll always be loving. We'll always be there, but their tone isn't as much. And I'm seeing a baby being swaddled. So they Mm -hmm. stop crying. I don't feel like they're swaddling me anymore, um, consistently. And so they're kind of like, I'm seeing me on, um, actually seeing me on a bike with my training wheels taken off and I'm like falling over a little bit Mm. and they're like, but they're like pushing behind. And so it's like to continue to graduate because we have these desires and goals. And if I keep being swaddled all the time, I'm not going to ever be able to move and get bigger and do what I need to do. And so, you know, it's that progression of at first they're they're really pretty nice, really, they're real swaddly. And it's not that they're not anymore, but they pull back to allow me to move into myself and my own flow of energy and start to learn and trust in my intuition and really start in going, okay, like I can't count on everything outside of me all the time. What am I doing to bring my own light in? And that's where bringing in your higher self light and bringing your soul light and using that to fill your energy and that to fill your aura instead of like, I talk about it a lot, Amy, and sometimes I wonder if I'm saying it too much is we get so like, I got to have this sword of light at all times from Archangel (laughs) Michael, which I love. I always work with him. But if you're not like filling yourself with your own light, then like you're always going to be drained and always in a fight. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what we're being taught little by little and we're teaching ourselves and we don't even know that we're the ones teaching ourselves. So yes. we put them into, you know, other, other characters, you know, you know, the Scooby-Doo thing where, yes. you know, they take off the mask and it was them the whole time. <laughs> yeah, 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 God, you're me and I'm you and I see what we're doing here. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. I was getting visions as you were talking. It was like so fun. Um, <laughs> first of all, like you're, you know, so it's like, training wheels are taken off and you're getting the wobbles and you're getting the flow and then you're Mm going to graduate. It's like the progression of how our parents are with us. It's how I see it because then now you're, you know, you're going to be a teenager and then a young adult, then an adult and there, and then you're going to like take more of this. uh, I mean, they're there, they're always there, but yeah, you're going to, you're going to be more have that more autonomy, I guess, or trust in yourself and you feel confident, mature in all of this. So, um, but what I was seeing also was like a child. I was seeing this progression of the physical body in this vision. And then you talked about the light and then you're talking about the sword. So what I was also seeing is how much of our soul light can a little body hold even, you know, so physical body and energetic body. And it's like our guides are around us, but I also saw our higher self around us. But as we get older, we physically can hold more of our higher self energy. So then we embody it more and more and more. And it's not that we didn't have it at the beginning. Cause you know, I remember talking to spirit as a child. So we had that connection, but it was like around me and laying in my heart, but it wasn't all the way, like the energy I can hold now, there's no way I could hold that as a child. It's just mm-hmm. too much. And additionally, what else I saw about this was, um, oh my gosh, where did I go? Hold on. There was something about it. There guys, your higher self holding energy. 
ah, oh, crappy. I forgot. <laughs> it was something, it was so important. It was kind of like all about this and our own energy leading the way. But well, if it, if it needs to come through, it'll come through. Maybe I said it and I didn't even realize it. Yeah. It mm. was the part about them being around and then us now holding the light and trusting ourselves. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's just a progression of the energy. It's here. It didn't come through. I can feel it. So I'm going to wait and when it'll come through, yeah, like I'll, I'll text you. I'm going to start talking and it's going to come through. Yeah. Okay. Go Hopefully. start talking. Girl. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's like the next progression, like that we're needing to move into as light workers and then it's intuitives. And what we need to teach is not just like, you know, not just about bubbling your light and not just about that, but like, how is, how can you push that light out? It came through. Uh, yeah, see? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was the sword with Michael. When yes. you were talking about that, it's like, if you feel that you have to call his sword in every day, like, what are you attracting? Like why that, that to me is like a very special occasion when I really, really need it. Cause otherwise I'm living in fear. Like, yes. why do I need to think that I need to have that Ooh. kind of protection every day? Like, am I scared of what's out there or am I in a higher frequency living in love? Like, you know what I mean? So it's kind of oh, like yeah. if we really, I'm going to armor myself with all these angels every day just to go to the grocery store. Okay. Like, come on now. What kind of grocery store are you going to? Right. <laughs> Is this necessary? Yes. There's a subconscious belief. And then, so that means energetically it's being lit up in your aura that you believe that you're vulnerable yes. and it's, and that's why I like talking about empaths because I'm very empathic, but there is a unhealthy empath who feels like I go out and the world attacks me. And that is probably happening, but it's because there is a, an, a resonance happening in your energy that we need to fortify, that we need to make strong and stand in ourselves. Yes. And so our, our ability to be empathic is beautiful, but it also can make, I mean, illnesses. I mean, you think a lot of autoimmune things and different things like that, it can create so much disruption. And so if you are always feeling like I have to go out and fight all the time, it's not that... Archangel Michael cares that yes, that he's, you know, you're calling him in. Like there's so much to go into about that as well as yeah. the ability to do so. But it's more of what do you believe about yourself? And so at times I've when I've had like when I have been afraid, I'm like, why don't I feel this energy? And I feel like their energy just off to the side a little more. And it's like pull in your light, pull in your light pull in your light. And so when we start doing that, that's when you start speaking up and just like being a braver person, having boundaries, loving and respecting yourself happens when you know that you can take care of you. Mm -hmm. Um, and that comes with not always feeling like you're this vulnerable fawn who's just gonna, you know, just be taken over. And we have that, those moments in our life and they can happen for so many different reasons that we create that thought process. Yeah. But then it's like, okay, Layla, you said you want to do this or okay, person, you said you want to do this. <laughs> if you want to do this, if you want to go into this work, if you want to start feeling like this, if you want to start calling in your tribe and doing that, then at this point, we we're, we're going to bring situations that make you have to go within to bring your light in. And 
So sometimes it's like, why I hear, I'm hearing like, uh, like, why have you forsaken me? I heard that just like yeah. in my head, but it's that feeling, yes. a feeling as though you've been left yeah. a feeling as though you've been shunned, but it's remembering and standing strong in the light that you are and knowing that no one, no spirit guide, no angel God has ever left any one of us. They've just right. removed a little bit of a, of a veil or a, you know, a, a spot that we weren't able to see clearly to allow us to see into it a little more so that we have to process it. Because if they don't, sometimes for me, if my guides, if, if I don't have situations come into my life and I'm saying guides, but it could, I mean, it's probably my higher self. I mean, come on, they're, they're running the show with me. If they don't do that, I wouldn't change. Yeah. Yeah. If I don't go through situations where I feel like a little like, Oh, what am I going to do? Yeah. And then I got to learn through that. I don't know if I'd ever change. Exactly. Like, really. It's to help us along our process for growth and confidence. And I was seeing, you know, that that's exactly like when they take that, when your parents are teaching you how to ride a bike and you might have that training goes on, but I remember like, then they take their hand off your back or off the seat and you can feel that release, but they're yeah. still around. Like if you're going to fall over, they're going to grab you. Right. Mm -hmm. But not only that, I saw this beautiful bubble of like um, light around you. And so it's like, well, you could only see this far into the future Yeah. for your, for your protection of like, what you can handle. Right. And this is me too. I'm like, step-by-step, step, please. Yes. <laughs> like, don't overwhelm me. Um, so, but then they peel it back and they're like, okay, now we're going to let you see a little bit further than what you did before. And the reason for that is so that you can learn to process and calculate and pace yourself and prepare and ahead of time. Like, it's like, we're going to go on a trip, like as you're a child and your mom packs your bag for you. And then when you're a little bit older, she's like, okay, pack your stuff. Don't forget your toothbrush. <laughs> you need underwear. You know, it's like just that they're teaching us how to be mature, responsible quote adults, I guess, you know, like in, yes. like at that level within this work, within trusting, within planning, within co-creating with like being a part of our decision-making process and where we're going to go. And so yeah. to do that, they, they pull it back a little, but they're still there. They're just giving yeah. us more, um, I just feel it's like more, a little bit more fluid and flowing when we're like, Oh, okay. Now I'm consciously making decisions and I have three choice points. All could be amazing. What do I prefer? You know, like, let yes. me pick. So 100%. And I think a lot of times in sessions, we want the answer. So if I take this course, am I going to be a master healer and end up on this show and make a million dollars? People want to know that. And I get it. It's like, I want to know that it's worth it. But what the thing is, is what does worth it mean to you? Like, what are you, what do you, what do you really mean by, is it worth it? And so when people are really asking for future timelines, a lot of times it, it's a sticky situation Be because at any point you can make a different decision. And so it's, it can be misleading if you receive a timeline, which somebody says, okay, you're going to, you need to take this course and you're going to become this healer and you're going to do this and you're going to do that. And then you kind of have blinders on. You're like, okay, I'm just going to do this. And you can miss so many situations or so many opportunities that would have really like taken you on the path that you needed or wanted or desired to go. But because you've been given now a lane to stay in, you're not able to like see anything else. 
And so I think that's why they just give us a little bit and then a little bit. Okay, what's the next best step is what I talked about and was told to me all the time and is what I tell other people. Always ask just what's the next best step to what I desire to feel every day. Mm-hmm. You know, not what I think I want it to look like, you know, because even like with me, Amy, I I had like no followers on Instagram. And so this is a big thing with social media. And then one of my <laughs> videos took off. Yeah. And I got like 35, 36,000 followers. Yeah. And that doesn't equate to followers or people who are actually wanting to listen to you. People who actually are in the wanting to do the work that you are doing in regards to building intuition, healing and clearing. So a lot of times we say, oh, I want this because I see somebody else have this. And so if I go to this session, they're going to tell me how to get this. But that might not be actually what you want. You think you want it because what you want is the actual feeling, right? Mm -hmm. You want the feeling of being accepted and you're good enough and you're this and you're that, but that doesn't translate all the time. And so they're not going to tell you the next step to get a hundred thousand followers. They're going to tell you the next step to whatever your desired reality is. And so it might be internal. It might be, you know, go have some fun, honestly, stop what you're doing and go have some fun and that's because that that next step is what leads us to our most loving and authentic reality that we're desiring to create. Hi, this is Amy. And this is Layla, and we are so excited to bring to you guys this cool new opportunity for our course. So if you are interested in developing your psychic abilities, if you've heard the term clairvoyance, clairsentience, and you kind of understand what it means, but you're a little confused of how it actually shows up and then how to actually work with it, well, me and Amy have created this online live course starting September 20th that's going to help guide and lead you through your psychic gifts so that all of the confusion and wondering if you're doing it right can be settled and any questions you have, you're going to be able to work on them live with Amy and me and with the other students. We're going to include practice time. So it's a wonderful opportunity to deep dive into your psychic abilities. Yes. And this will support you for your own intuitive conversations with spirit. It will support you if you're working or want to work in this field of sharing messages with others. And also like for myself, it just helps me to feel a sense of safety and peace to understand what's happening with the Claire senses when I'm getting a message how is that coming through? We're really excited to share this opportunity with you. We're here as two seasoned psychic intuitives. So if you're interested in more information, or if you're ready to just sign up today, (laughs) hit the link in the bio. We're so excited and we can't wait to meet you.